0: Wait, Buy then. my demo a software. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. It's a free. <laughs> it's a free for the first of three you levels. Get, you
1: get the 12 coins, and that's not enough. Hello welcome to Interface. My name is Chase Musel and together again are the Trace Friends via internet. So hi Andrew, hi Ian. How are you guys doing? <laughs> That's
0: so catchy. Wow.
1: Trace yep. Friends. I was going to Trace internet. Horny Boys from Adventure. <laughs> <of> I <Microsoft. laughs>
0: Great crossover episode.
1: Thank you. Yeah, McElroy's will be on shortly. So w- today on Interface Ian talks about why he installed a video game on his phone to play and played it through completion until he was forced to hit a paywall. Ian, how, what did you think of Super Mario Run? <laughs> I wouldn't say I played it to completion. I played the first uh, three oh, levels. The paywall,
0: right? Three oh. levels, which is not completion. It is. It is just enough of a taste for you to understand oh my how different this game is from what you might expect.
1: Ian, what does Super Mario Run in thirty seconds or less? Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know why you're asking me, like, the, the least gamer of the three of no, us. No, 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 like, no, no. But, but quit, quit qualifying yourself as that. No, but really, because I, I do Is it side-scrolling, auto-scrolling? I don't know what the right, like, yeah. terminology is. I call runners. it, like, an auto-scrolling platformer. Okay. I thought there were Endless Runners. But it's not Endless, because, like, to me, an Endless runner is like Alto's Adventure. Yeah, it ends. Where, where oh, Alto's Adventure, oh, oh. You, you start going down a mountain, and the mountain never has a bottom. Oh, Versus I Super see. Mario yeah, yeah, Go yeah. run... Whatever. Run. Th- that's it. No, that's the name. Yep. Yeah. Super Mario Go is the Super turn-based Mario version of Super Mario. Exclamation, exclamation point. <laughs> exclamatory word. Turn-based. Um <laughs> So you uh, you basically are on this auto side-scrolling map or mostly side-scrolling map. You run. You jump. Uh, up walls. Okay, no one needs you. a description of what Super Mario Run is in terms of the mechanics. <laughs> you. Thank you for describing 2D platforming you. for everybody. <laughs> no, so like, you have this box, so, and the box has these buttons on it, and four of them on the left side are arranged in sort of a plush shape, and you can use that to. <laughs> it's all the things about Mario that you remember, except for all the things about Mario that made it good. Oh. So it, I. Ooh, ooh spicy. So I disagree because. I don't know. For me, the things about Mario that made it good were running and jumping and stomping on things and then exploring and then using the abilities to do other... It, it, it's never been about like... So So here's... Uh, before you even continue from there, yeah, here's my, go. my <laughs> issue with that is... So running happens automatically. So right. it takes out one of your, your things about Mario that you liked. Jumping happens automatically. Most In most, most, in most situations, it'll auto-jump for you if it's a small gap or uh, whatever smashing things right. like jumping yeah. jumping over the the right. goombas don't have to do that it just hops them by itself uh-oh so the the things that uh, that you've already cited as reasons you like mario like it doesn't have so many of these so then all you end end up left with is jump from landing to landing and try to collect coins so are you going for the have you gone for the pink coins yet? have i gone for the pink coins yes yeah so the, the 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 pink the purple, and the black coins are where the meat of the game is and to me Mario has never been about like the, like the exploration or anything about that It's always been about the finesse right and this game takes that to a, an entirely different level and in a different format but one that I think is just as good as the other games
1: so that's that's fair I think that's fair I was so in my mind i when I first started playing this I was trying to break down like because they titled it a Mario game right it's Super Mario run so it's a, like a prime-titled Mario game, not some like super weird side spinoff or like Mario and Friends play a Play Altos Adventure, right? It's like an actual Mario game. So I was trying to think what it, like what makes Mario fun, and Mario like to me is the platforming and timing aspect, which this game has. But it's also like it's the secret and exploration is what makes Mario really good because you can play through Mario in like you know an hour or whatever for like a, like original Mario. But right. that's not where the fun was. The fun was like in the replaying and looking for secrets and finding all like the little hidden gems or whatever. And for me right. that part is lost in translation to Super Mario run. I'm this is not me saying the Super Mario run is bad. Like I will But it's still there. I, it, 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 so it's there but it's not it's not the same. Like it's the automaticity of it like takes away Like I get one pass per level to like see the secret or whatever, and now I have to replay forty five seconds to get back to that point to try again. Like that. No, you get the bubbles. You get. You can use the bubbles, and you can get more bubbles in the once you go for like the purple and black coins. No, I know it's a thing. I'm just saying, like, but it's just not quite the same. Like, there's now there's new forcing functions to like make me reset, and so um, yeah, you're right. There are the bubbles, and you can use them cleverly, right, to get back. But anyway, I was just trying to think what makes Mario fun and the exploration and secret like secret seeking component of mario is not as good in super mario run as it is in a traditional mario game that's that was my main gripe it doesn't mean that the game is bad i think that it's one of the best like mario um non game like non mario mario game right yeah <laughs> <Not> game <laughs> so I've, I've always hated like secret finding secrets and stuff in
0: in any game because it always feels like a waste of my time to spend all that time like looking for your secret and not finding one just so i can eventually find like one little thing go yeah oh, neat
1: that's not satisfying to you no you dopamine rush in the way that okay
0: no no it doesn't at all I, I, what's I mean, satisfying for me is like using my skill and then be able to do something really challenging which is so i mean i made this stupid comparison we talked about it before but Super mario run is the dark souls of mario <laughs> <laughs> in that it's like really challenging but it's fair it's punishing but it's fair right and so like you yeah, see yeah. what you have to do and it takes a little practice and eventually you get it and you feel really good like i got this this black coin like i did not think i was gonna be able to do that and it took a lot of tries a lot of practice and i eventually sure. got there and it was just fine sure
1: Dark Souls of Mario. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but it's like one of those no, old school like
0: games it. that like is hard and punish. It, it's not unfair. It's just hard. It's not going to hold your yeah, hand.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think like, I think like a good Mario game, it lets you beat it with relative ease, but it has a lot more to offer if you want to come back and sort of squeeze more out of it. Right. So in right. that sense, I think, I, I think it's a good Mario game. but I, I still think that. I can definitely agree with that. Like
0: the first, the first time I played it, when I gave my initial allegedly mm-hmm. unfair criticism, <laughs> it was literally just it w- it was do the old school like original Super Mario game thing where it was like how fast can I get from start to finish and hit the flagpole mm-hmm. and, and, and just go for speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. so the first time right. I played it I was like, Okay, this was dumb because I could like the level right. almost plays itself. Like oh, especially, actually, especially it's in the early levels. It literally sure, can in a lot of cases. Yeah. Like, it's like, here, I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. run right. and I'm gonna automatically hop all these things and then at the end like just press the screen once and you'll know, jump and hit the flagpole. Yeah, and, right. so, and so for me, I, that was like, okay, this is stupid. Like, there's no challenge <laughs> to it. And, like, I, to be fair, I went back and I, I replayed the first three levels, the free ones, yeah, probably sure. 15 or 20 times each, just so I could collect mm-hmm. all five of the pink coins. The fir- was it sure. pink the first time around, right? Y- yeah, pink, so. then purple, and yeah. black. Yeah. So to collect all, the, all five pink <laughs> coins in each of the first three levels. Like, I went back and replayed it, replayed it, replayed it. And even after that, I was still like, eh.
1: So it didn't just, do it for it just, like that, it just that didn't do it Yeah, it, do it. it just didn't sure. do it for me.
0: But at the same time... What, that's what, fair. What doesn't make sense to me is yeah. it's not like it's a format of game that I don't like because I love Alto's Adventure, which is a fantastic yeah, side-scroller. And yeah. Wait, really? I've never picked up on that. What, well, that I love it or that it's a fantastic side-scroller? Either. Oh. This is like literally the first time I've heard you mention it. Okay, so let me tell you about Alto's Adventure. <laughs> So Your you're uh, god. <laughs> I'm buckling up. Hold really on. Bit. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna shut down my brain for a second. No. Oh. So, it, but but I think there's something about Altos that I think had Mario Run been an infinite side scroller. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have actually liked it more than these little bite-sized levels. <laughs> hmm. But then be le- it would definitely I'd, be less Mario.
1: It would. It would be. Yeah, it'd be way, it'd be way, less, way Mario. less Mario. It'd be really boring. But at the same time, like
0: it would add an element of challenge. Like, you're always trying to go further than the time before instead of just replaying the same level over and over and over and over and over again. And I feel like... I don't know. That doesn't seem interesting to me, though. Because instead of playing the same level over and over again, you're playing the same level with slightly different geometry. Yeah. Right? Like, it's still the same. It's going to... Like, the algorithm doesn't change in a really dramatic way. Whereas, because you have... What is it? 15, 20 levels that are handcrafted, and then the actual geometry changes as you go for the harder and harder coins. Like, that's more interesting.
1: I think there's a slight difference here that the Super Mario Run, as it sits, has a skill ceiling. Like, you can get everything. Like, it's a finite level of, right, completion, where, like, Alto's Adventure and Endless Runners, I guess, then are infinite. So if you really were interested in going like the super distance or whatever, that would be something different that you'd want to play for. And like all of this makes me feel like uh, the Rayman, like Rayman origins or whatever. uh, Rayman legends challenges that they have. Right. And so there's like ones that are endless, like go as far as you can. And it's the same thing. I really like those. And then there's the time ones as well. Like go as fast as you can or collect coins as fast as you can. And so like the thing with super Mario run that I find really impressive is how much you're squeezing out of a single button interaction, right? Like, because Mm -hmm. you can do some of these different things like, get the coins or get more coins although there's no really reward for getting more coins at the moment but um it's getting the different ones i'll be curious to see how they sort of uh, like iterate on this on this single interaction yeah. nintendo game design because there's a lot more to get out of it like how far can you go and i definitely think that is a f- like a future mario game format because they said they're launching more now so
0: so i would say that the, the difference between this and an endless runner like all Adventure is that those games primarily uh, make it challenging by making you have to respond faster. So it's the same sorts of challenges; they're just faster. Where Super Mario Run wraps uh, up the difficulty by making you use the moves that you have in more interesting and complicated ways.
1: Yeah, I think that's true, right?
0: So I think that's a, a, an interesting and better game design because it's like at some point you're just gonna your reflexes will not be good enough to be able to get further in an endless runner. Whereas in Mario, like it's not it doesn't come down to reflex; it comes down into your ability to. Uh, use those game mechanics to actually do something interesting and good with it.
1: Is that true? Is that Alto's Adventure just like more speed as you get to the end? I mean
0: you you do go faster. I mean, that's part down, of you it, do go right? faster down the hill. There are more gaps to jump. There are you know uh more frequency that you have to escape an elder, which is you know where you're being like chased, you so you have to continue <laughs> to move at a certain speed. Because right. if you go yeah. too slow they catch up to you. Um, but in the year and a half, two years, however long that I've played Alto's adventure I've never gotten to a point game. where my reaction time is the issue as much as okay, yeah. as much that's as it design. is just like you lose focus for one second and somebody gets hurt. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying though, because it's it's based on your ability to to focus and react in time to something that happens. So it, the game may or may not speed up, but the challenges occur more frequently. Whereas in Super Mario Run, it's much less about how fast it's happening and how many challenges it throws at you, where as it is like. You already know how to jump. You can do this wall dash. You can jump off an enemy, and you can spit in the air. Now combine all those things in a properly coordinated way to get yeah. this coin that seems like it's just potential- totally out of reach, hopelessly out of reach. But yeah. yeah, I, I think, think that's
1: true. I think... Go ahead, Ian. I think, I think the auto-runner
0: part of it is kind of at odds with, with that mentality, though, where it's like it's constantly forcing you to keep moving. And so you, to have these skills that say... Now, try this thing that seems impossible like goes against try to get to the end of the level, which is where I, it's forcing you I't so, something about that I think is part of what i do 't like about it I think I think had they just that's just part of the challenge I know but I think so, I think they took too many things about Mario and they took them away versus if, had they said okay we 're going to simplify the mechanics of the jumping and stuff like that and give you this wall bounce and whatever, but you still have to either. Maybe tilt the phone using the uh, whatever accelerometer. Yeah, oh god, I'm Which so glad I, they didn't I, do I that. I'm glad they didn't do yeah, that. Yeah. Me
1: too. Or we're just going to give you two buttons. One button runs. The other button jumps. I was just so. And I think that I think that's just two different game styles, right? Like Ian, you just prefer a slightly the, different game style, and like I, I think in Andrew, that's the same game to constrain. No 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 i think it's more like andrew you're just fine with the constraint of always being moving right like that doesn't change that you get to use the mechanics in new and different ways it's just that one of the constraints is that you're always moving so you just play around that but i bet
0: you they tested a version where they had one for run and one for jump and they did it and they found that most people just had the run and if you take the run off you can make a more interesting more
1: challenging game. but but so that, that's if you use the game as it sits today i think that they could do a different thing design wise and figure out a more an interesting way to do it like if I mean, this is a really crude example, but, like, you could Flappy Bird forward progression or something and then jump with the other, right? So, like, you, because you might have, like, you'd have vertical obstacles as opposed to horizontal obstacles, right? So, you could slow right. down your that momentum or something. And I could see you making, like, a new type of challenge with a two-input game and keeping it just two. But there's something very elegant about having a single-input game like yeah. Desert Golf or Flappy Bird or now Super Mario Run as well. So here's what I'll say about that. And that's I think
0: that Nintendo wanted... Instead of trying to make Mario on the iPhone, they wanted to create Mario for the iPhone. Yeah, it makes, so, sense. Like, it makes total sense. Yeah, they just wanted to make something unique and different that really fit the platform. And I think that it makes it for a better, more interesting but game. But at the same time, I, I find that... It, I feel like so many developers, Nintendo and even your independent developers, look at the iPhone as like, oh, this is a phone that also does other things. But you compare like the original super nintendo or the game boy to what the iphone is and the iphone is so much more advanced than those why are they building games that are the equivalent of the two button old school handhelds that we had in the early 90s
1: because it's input limitation right yeah it's it's input limitations but but there's
0: no reason to have like the screen can literally take 10 inputs all at once why not? I'll be curious. Why not doesn't mean that it's that? good to do that. i be yeah, and if you yeah. you got to look at how people are using their iPhones day to day when they're playing games but on them. because like ten inputs are crazy to have it on the table. People text with two hands constantly. They always have two right. thumbs on I the screen. So why not use it, Make a game
1: that lets you use two thumbs on the screen just like we're used to.
0: So they I predict,
1: so I predict that they will make a multi-input game, but it will not be a side-scrolling platformer. It will be something it's gonna be different. Like Crossing or something. They're going to do something different yeah. with it, right? But I predict that they will do a two thing because, like, what you just said, typing—that sounds like an amazingly fun like mini game, at least if not a, a game mechanic built around that entirely. Where it's like you have two thumbs. Is that what? It, do you do that with scribblenauts? You two thumbs. You're describing knots, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've never played which is already on iOS. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind then. But something okay, yeah. something in that vein though. Something that's a different. A different type of game with the, with different types of inputs that are allowed. Otherwise, I actually think that Super Mario Run was just a great way for Nintendo to get their IP on iOS and be like, "Hey, look at this! Mm-hmm. Hi- you, here's the polish and you know performance that you would expect from a Nintendo game on iOS." Which is and that makes sense because they're both siloed ecosystems, right? So that that all makes a lot of sense. And now I really want them to expand and say, "All right, the next game we're releasing is not a 2D platformer." I would love for them to do like. Super Mario RPG, right? Or something like... Legend of Something God. like that. Was Zelda, so, like, Zelda's different again. Like, you, like, damn it. I'm not doing a virtual keypad. I hate that. Like, Game Boy Emulators no. are really bad. <laughs> um, but I would really like to see, like... You could do an RPG really easily and have all the Nintendo IP and polish and have, like, interesting challenges in that. And that would be a great... I think that would be another really good game. And you could do asynchronous stuff, which I'm a big fan of.
0: So, Transistor and Bastion are both games that are, like i guess you call them like double a or whatever they're indie role-playing games that exist on consoles and stuff like that and also on ios and um i'm playing transistor on my iphone while i'm in airports and it's fine but it's not it's not the same really great it's not as good as it could be if i had like you know a mouse keyboard or even a controller yeah I just think it's, it's like you said, it's the limitations of input. It doesn't matter that if I could have it sitting down, I could use all 10 of my mushy little fingers on there. Uh, I mean, first of all, as we know, I have fat fingers. have chubby fingers. Well documented. Chorizo fingers, yeah. (laughs) But uh, at the same time, time. like, dogs love my fingers. It's really annoying. They have to keep regrowing. Um, But at the same time... I'm like a starfish. They come back, but sometimes they come back a little wrong. So, like, one of my fingernails will be, like, on my knuckle and stuff like that. It's a problem.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Um, but that's not... I think a really interesting game, like, Super Mario Run is one that takes mechanics that we all know, like, run, jump, get the coins, don't hit the enemies, and that kind of thing, and then converts it into something that really works well on the platform. Yeah. So, instead of saying, like, we're going to make your finger essentially be a cursor, it's like, how can we based on how people typically use their phones, take our existing mechanics and turn it into something else.
1: Yeah. I, I think that games like Flappy Bird, Desert Golf, like these single-input games that did did something really well with one input, this is the next iteration of doing a really well-done single-input game. It's Desert doing, Golf is it's a doing great example. Us. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, what are,
0: what? there have been really interesting multi-touch games in the past, especially when the iOS first came out. There was... Oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was this crazy like abstract sci-fi 2D thing. It was nuts. Um... And that was multi-touch, but it never really took off because it turns out that people are not really interested in uh, doing a lot of stuff where your phone has to sit in the table in front of you and you have to use all your fingers to mush stuff around on the screen.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to do that.
0: And that's why I've been a fan of things. that are just two thumbs.
1: Ian gives this segment two thumbs up. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and ready to take a break? This guy. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, and we're back. So, Super Mario Run great game we've all decided that it's the best yeah it's super ian, it is well, an excellent game ian, and it, actually, it
0: is, uh, hold on i would actually go further and i could say that super mario run is the best possible game nintendo could have made for the iphone and i don't think there's any way they could build and
1: improve upon this formula and i think we all agree on that point so chase go on what are you gonna say okay, well i can't i can't commit to that but what i can't commit to <laughs> is speaking for ian and saying that he's now interested in purchasing this game so let's talk about how he could go about doing that ian wait is that true that, that I'm going to absolutely it. is interested in yeah, purchasing I'll, it.
0: I'll ha- I'll happily purchase it as soon as you send me a ten dollars iTunes gift card. Because <laughs> spending my own money on this is just painful. Um, Chase, let's go. Th- let's go split seats on this one. Great, <laughs> sounds thing. good. 70-30, thirty. I'm in. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll do the thirty. <laughs> no. So, so, the thing, the th- thing that's super interesting Sims. about Super Tell Mario it. Run, um, as opposed to other uh, iOS apps games specifically, is that uh, most iOS games follow one of two models, either pay up front to get the game, you know, $3, $5, no, like, no demo, or right, something, no demo right? or anything. Just right. pay us and you get the game or we're going to constantly harass you to give us money while you play a la candy crush or sure. Game of war, whatever. Or just give it away for free.
1: We'll uh, give it away for and free obviously and the, serve up
0: ads. Right. And I guess that is another option, but I'm talking as far as paid games go. So like, good games. Like everybody says, Oh, well, uh, was it? Is it game of war is that that what it, one, one of, of the ones clash of clans one of those yeah where they're sure. like oh this is this is a fine game and it's a free game except that if you want to do like any serious play in the game it's going to cost you a dollar or five
1: or ten or a hundred depending on those games the games that force you to pay to progress are infuriating like, you can't beat the level until you buy this particular type of bomb or something. Or they give you one of them, right, and you use it, and then you clearly need more to be successful. So, um, when looking at Mario, I was thinking, oh, great, they're going to make me buy, like, mushrooms or something, right? Like, some in-game, in-game purchases or something. Um, but that's not the case, right? Like, you hit the paywall after you ostensibly get a demo of the game. And you get a taste of it, and it's just the full game for the first three levels or whatever it is, right? And then you can play twenty seconds or thirty seconds of the castle or something like that. And it says, "Pay ten dollars to unlock all the content," right. which is really impressive based on the current paradigm for mobile payments right. or for mobile game payments. They're, they're doing it's a, the, the cutting edge pricing model of <laughs> nineteen ninety three.
0: It's but it's it's <laughs> demo it's, and pay. It's the first. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first really good example of a game doing a here's a demo of the game that's not a separate app in the app store because that happens a lot of times too where they're like oh. here's here's a free version and it's the first three levels and they're like I want to play more with ads now go right, yeah. with ads now go download the full version link to the app store 599 or whatever oh yeah versus really this point. is the first time a game has said or as far as the, i i can remember that a game has said here's part of the game now use the in-app purchase to unlock the rest of the game mm-hmm yeah you're describing demos
1: I, I, yeah I, but, it, but it, demos have, but they've been dead for a
0: while de- I mean, demos haven't existed on ios for a long time most apps don't give you a demo anymore within the same app. W- within the same yeah. app if you want yeah. a demo it's a separate app so or or the demo uh, the demo is the full app riddled with ads and then you get the full version ad free by unlocking ad free
1: so so Nintendo cleverly used the in-app purchases as a way to do a singular in-app purchase. But they also support subsequent in-app purchases, right? Like you can buy more, whatever, I don't know, whatever you buy. Do you buy coins so you can unlock stuff? Or do you buy toads or something? Or you can buy you can buy rally tickets. That's something you can buy. So you can keep doing the asynchronous multiplayer component of the game. Sorry that I am not impressed that Nintendo has stumbled upon a 20-year-old business model. Yeah, well, I so I think the thing is, so I think... And we talked about this, and we all agree that the impressive component is that you can pay once and get all the content for the game. Like, right, you can just unlock all the content.
0: Yes, yes. I, I, that's not what's impressive. What is impressive is that Nintendo has bucked the the trend of free to play monetization. Is actually gone for the full a uh, ten dollar thing, despite the fact that if you look at the reviews on iTunes, people are losing their minds over yeah, it because it's ten dollars. Uh, ten dollars is a lot for, for an app on iOS. But, so this is what. Yeah, sorry, I, I think that's just that. That's a mentality of. Um, and I I heard it on I think ATP last week where they basically said what's that sorry Accidental Tech Podcast Accidental Tech Podcast John Syracuse did a good job of breaking this down I know it's one of Andrew's favorite but he did a good job of breaking this down where most of the people who are leaving those reviews you can tell just by the words they use and the way they write their reviews that it's 18 year old 19 year old kids who remember playing Mario when they were really young if that if that and they're pissed because they don't have money to buy the game they just want to play the game they want a free game because yeah. any any responsible so is, adult who is willing to pl- spend money on video games, you, me, whatever, like, ha- shouldn't
1: have a problem spending ten dollars on on a, a good game, right? To pay
0: so, for the work that somebody put into it.
1: So right. this is this is exactly what I was when we first talked about this, and I said that I find like I think it was wrong. I said initially I think it was wrong. I think, I mean, personally, I think it's right. I just think maybe business model wise. It turns out I'm sure it's going to be a success, right? So it's not wrong. But I was skeptical, right, at launch of seeing this paywall of ten dollars because the paradigm, which is clearly why these people are mad, is that there isn't a free option with ads or whatever. But Nintendo's not going to serve up ads like that's not their image. Right. And then um, and there is a free no version. Way. It just oh. happens to be the first three levels, not in infinite. <laughs> right, but that's but it's the demo, not the full game, right? So that's the free version. I, the paradigm, the parad- the paradigm that I was looking for that I thought would be more successful, but clearly, like I said, this is turn- hindsight twenty twenty. It's not the problem at all. They've got. Great conversion and apparently selling really well um was i thought maybe they would do something where you collect coins and the coins would be the currency to unlock individual next levels so this is more of the, the hearthstone model where you can get gold in game by completing like the daily quests or you know winning or whatever and then you can buy the actual dlc with in-game currency and it doesn't force you to pay for it, like with actual money. So
0: you'd have an now option... Now that Chase works for corporate America, he's deeply upset that he can't nickel-and-dime people anymore. So
1: I am not upset. Would, would, this be, would
0: this be a model where, instead of the $10 unlock as an option, you would just buy yep.
1: coins to unlock levels? Yeah, or you could unlock the level itself. Like maybe a level would be like the level pack Ugh. would be a dollar. I'm just saying, like what's more familiar Ooh. to the current model, Ooh. and I but think something like that would be more familiar. But you just break,
0: break the shackles of corporatism, break free, so I, sheep, wake up, so I, spend money, but not
1: too much. I look at this like I would look at
0: how do I want a game to work when L grows up more? Yeah, do I want yeah. to? Do I want her to come to me every other day and say, Daddy, I need a new level in yeah. Super Mario? Or do I want her to just come up to me and say, "Dad, I want Super Mario. It's ten dollars," and I say, "Okay, ten dollars. Go have fun with your game," and that's the end of the discussion about Super Mario I, until the next. I absolutely yeah. agree, and and yeah, that's the model that's much yeah. less
1: offensive. This is it's so much less offensive to the user, right? Like if you're talking about like just pain overall, they'll make more money, I think, if you had people buy coins. I would guess that's probably the truth, right? Like if you needed coins, and then if you needed coins for anything more than levels, because the levels are pretty there. There's not that many, right? You would need coins for something else like it's the, like gambling. the rally tickets yes.
0: it's predatory these companies exist because they find a small subset of users who are willing to spend way much more, more money than they can afford yeah yeah it um, is predatory they don't need it feels like it's predatory it, that's it, all it is it's it, anti-consumer and it's predatory
1: it feels like it feels like when you read about the gambling like when you like gambling problems and people who fit that stereotype of like spending right. more money than they have it's the same thing right it's it's the same exact scratching the same itch
0: yeah it's exactly what it is yeah actually a funny story about people who gamble too much is that if you have parkinson's and you take l-dopa but they don't get your dosage right you can accidentally become a gambling addict because people who are susceptible to addiction like that mm. tend to have high levels of dopamine so there are lots of stories people with parkinson's who start accidentally gambling too much because their levels are not right and they start yeah, getting a rush cycle. from yeah
1: yeah oh man that's sad but yeah that's yeah but that's what we're talking about so it's let's break away from this like the nickel and dime predatory model of in-app purchases and and then and what I that's really offensive, you know, like morally. I think the offensive design-wise model is the one where you get to the comp- you get to a part in the game where you can't get past it with the free version until you start you have mm-hmm. to pay to actually move forward and that's Whoa, really offensive wait, to me. how as is well. it different than what's going on in Super Mario Run? No, you literally uh, cannot move past that until you pay for it. No, what I mean is but they but they make it appear that you can. It's not like here's a paywall. Oh, say, oh like, I see. you like if you're playing like whatever that like you know Anno 2205 or whatever like the the space mining mini game or whatever right like and for us it was like uh we were playing frozen free fall which is effectively a bejeweled clone right it's a match three game right Um, right. you get to the point like where these all these special power-ups for match three games and you can't get past a particular level without more of the power-ups and so man that's really frustrating
0: i heard somebody talking about how like most puzzle games they're like puzzle game wizards they play a lot of them they're really good at them and they just don't like, most don't provide enough challenge for them. And so free-to-play games, like, aggressive free-to-play games, like Candy Crush, where, like, technically you can if you do everything exactly, exactly. right, but most won't be able to beat it, yep. are the only kind of game that gives them the kind of, like, challenge that they want. Seriously? So... Yeah, they've played through a ton of Candy Crush to levels. To extract money, so they're built to be more challenging than super hard than your average, like game. basically impossible Are unless they, you get every single move correct. Okay, and so that's the only kind of game this person likes and doesn't spend any money on them because it's the only kind of game like I'm, stuff that has been designed to be unfair. I'm so is the happy to get like ten challenge. of
1: those people out there because I right, you know? I know <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, is Candy Crush systematic or is it like there's like a set level to like, set rules that will beat a level? I believe. It is. It's not systematic. What's the word for it? It's like my, it's not dynamically generated content. It's not. Like it's procedurally generated yeah, content. I, shoot. What is that called? Well, I, the only reason I'm asking is because about. like. So why I'm asking is like when I play Frozen Freefall, the levels are like they're randomly generated. So you just have to like. It's not that you have to be you. You have to be really good for like, or at least a little good. But on the scale of like how good you are, you need to be that much more lucky if you're not good. Because you could potentially like win the game without doing anything right. Because you could get like like random falls that fall that have jewels or whatever fall into the right place so mm-hmm. like I'm wondering if like someone who's super good at these games like is okay with that type of game because it still is highly luck dependent so like it would suck for them to have to play 50 times to get the right board for them to feel satisfied or something right anyway but pricing we're, we're in agreement that's good look at this we all agree we all agree it's agreeing boys it is,
0: it is good that they're doing something different with pricing and that they've come up with Possibly a model that other developers can use to offer, yeah, a demo of an app on iOS th- without having to offer two separate
1: apps on iOS. I think the demo is back. Like, it. I feel like it's been creeping back for a little bit now. But it's. It's. I mean, it, maybe it's not back in full, but I think it's coming back. Games like this give me hope, especially when it's. This is as big as it gets, right? Like Nintendo, like Mario on iOS is pretty much as big as it gets as far as making a splash. So I'm really well, happy. I know that um, a lot. You of, say that. Remember the chart. Wait, remember what chart? The five percent. That's tech literacy, chart. not name brand recognition.
0: On the long- I think I think there's a huge overlap between people who are upset about being nickled and dimed by free to play and people who just don't care.
1: No, what? Yeah, no, that's fine. What I'm saying... Or, and,
0: I'm sorry. And like people who are who are upset by being nickel and dimed, and like high level tech users, and the average user who doesn't care about free to play. They just want to play Candy Crush when they're waiting in line or they're having to dump, and they don't mind. Like, throwing a few bucks at it from time to time.
1: That's fine. I'm just saying that if there was going to be a game that helped break that paradigm, Mario on iOS is as good as it's going to get for anybody.
0: Yeah, but I would say that it's failed to do that based on the
1: huge number of complaints. But A huge number of complaints is like a small subset of reviews that are already a tiny subset of people, right? Yeah, I wonder what that's actually like.
0: What's a huge number of complaints relative to total sales? Like, if they have yeah, more complaints than, than any other game on iOS, that could mean nothing because they have could be however many millions more downloads. Like, if, if they have yeah. 1% negative reviews, that could be 100,000 people No, versus yeah, absolutely. versus an right. another app that has 100,000 negative. Like, look at Facebook. Facebook perpetually has, like, a three-star rating on iOS because 2% of their users think the app is free. garbage because the app is garbage most of the time.
1: Like, yeah, and then you have to yeah. see the, who are the people who are motivated to leave reviews, right? It's right. like people who are upset. Right. So what, it's why good low anyway. why
0: why are there restaurants all these restaurants in Yelp that only have four stars? Because it yeah. it doesn't take too many squeaky wheels to to
1: drag <laughs> down uh, a five star review. That's what I always tell people. Anyway. Yeah. Uh I, I Yeah, think-
0: sorry. I'm I'm never gonna be impressed. <laughs> That uh, user or that companies treat users humanely that 's just not like Ooh, good for you, pat the bag for not being an asshole
1: no, I totally am because I think it 's so easy to go the the monetization like max your max your revenue income route yep. be, to be the look at spreadsheet min maxer look at Pokemon go Min-max.
0: like Pokemon Go is a perfect example of an app that 's designed to extract money from you, especially if you're yeah. if you 're really die hard trying to play versus mario is the the inverse of that. Pay us once to play this game, because and you they pay r- to play any other video game. If it's uh, you know a Poke- first party type character, I would
1: say that. But I would say like a game is like Pokemon Go is fundamentally different from Mario in the sense that it's meant to be played indefinitely, where Mario I think has an ending. That's like true. someone's gonna beat the finite level of numbers. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I like they, they clearly have them. a different market model. And I think that's probably
0: part of it too. Is like a game like Mario where there is a clear end can't really sustain itself off of we're going to nickel and dime you for maybe up to ten dollars while you play these 20 levels yeah versus yeah. just pay us ten dollars and get all these levels versus pokemon they're constantly releasing new characters and whatever else like if they yep. can extract yeah, two account. bucks out of you every month they get 24
1: bucks out of you a year yep um, but they also have a lot more cost right because they've got server costs and they've got a lot of, of, of you know, versus of mars course. like download this like little you know package up thing um real so real quick before before we wrap up i, I do want to like ask your opinions then how do other genres take advantage of this model and is it even worth taking advantage of so like do you download a free version of a GarageBand competitor not that you would even need to but like as an example like some audio you know listening and editing software app right you download that and maybe it's like feature reduced so until so, you hit the paywall that's actually a really good example fairright uh recording studio is a
0: an audio editor on ios and F-E-R-R-I-T-E, I believe. And you can download the app for free. You can import all your audio files up to three tracks.
1: Mm, there's then, the limit.
0: And then they have like some advanced editing features, like removing silence. Um, so it would remove sure, like they- if there was a hum in the background, you know, server noise or something. It could remove that from somebody's audio channel when they're not talking.
1: And sure, baby so monitor. Like
0: so there's a handful of features that can be. Uh, unlocked with a single in-app purchase. I think it's twenty. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So, that's, boys, so that does exist. They're using a, a similar a similar model for that. Yeah, okay. Boys, this problem has been solved. I direct <laughs> you to the Wikipedia page for Shareware. Oh my god. Which lists all the different ways this problem has been solved. Like it's just you just treat your customers like they're actual people, right? And then don't be a dick about it like it's it's a two-way street right assume that people are going to want to pay you a fair amount for the work that you've done and then charge them that fair amount
1: i think but the i so that's the right way to think about it i was just thinking in 2016 with our models being built around these nickel and dime schemes and like trying to like how do we get the most of content for our money or whatever um if you give someone something free maybe in 2016 they'll be less likely to like if you just had if it was a uh, ad block style, like you hear it's free, but donate what you want, what you think it's worth. Right. Um, in twenty, I was just thinking in 2016, maybe somebody would be less inclined to give you the amount of money that you'd be due versus like, you know, in 2002 or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely an interesting model
0: and it's different and hopefully more developers maybe follow suit
1: with that, especially for, for some of your more premium apps so we all like super mario go and if you want to hear more or read more about any of this or see our show notes you can go to interface.com backslash wow you're way off you can find
0: show notes for this week's episode interface.fm slash 36 while you're there you can find links for all of our social things and as always thank you for being a listener or subscriber we'll be back next monday and every monday unless it's the monday before christmas like clockwork
1: episode that was just a bunch of hot trash
0: that was a great episode that was totally good
1: it's, it was not good how was it not good because uh, there was, there I, was... I feel like i feel like there's like like performer hat versus like kind of bullshitting and like like talking about stuff with you guys hat and that was not performer hat <laughs>